Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My respected brothers and sisters in Islam, welcome to Islamica, the show and the platform available for you at home to call and ask any questions. You could ask any question about any Islamic matter or any family matter, and we'll try to answer your questions according to the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet. So I urge all of you, my brothers and sisters, to call and ask your questions. You will be not just only benefiting yourselves, that your questions will be answered. You are benefiting thousands of people who will be watching the channel and will be benefiting from the questions and the answers, inshallah. My brothers and sisters, inshallah, without further delay. And today, inshallah, I just wanted to uh, share with you, inshallah, something important. And this thing which we need to share with you, inshallah, is the importance of the study, the Qida, the creed of Islam. And that's why my brothers and sisters, to study the creed of Islam, it is a key thing for us to understand the reason of our existence. As Allah stated in the Quran, Allah stated clearly in the Quran, I have not created the mankind, nor the jinn kind, except for my worship, for the worship of Allah. So the purpose of our creation, my brothers and sisters, is to worship Allah. And the purpose that Allah has created us for this reason is to be servants of Allah and to uh, to fulfill this uh, concept and to fulfill the reason behind our creation that Allah has facilitated us with many things. Firstly, Allah didn't make this religion or following the religion of, uh, of his religion, didn't make it hardship. And Allah stated in the Quran, Allah didn't make you any hardship in the following the faith of Islam. And Allah Azzawajal as well has sent prophets and messengers alayhim salatu wasalam. One after another, all of them, they came to convey the message of Allah Azzawajal to the people. All of them, they came for one purpose. The purpose is to, uh, uh, to convey the message of Allah Azzawajal. And that was shown clearly uh, in, the, in the Quran, where Allah said in the Quran, there is no nation uh, except that Allah has sent a messenger to them. And uh, and those messengers of Allah والسلام, they came to convey the message of Allah to the people, and they came one after another uh, conveying the message of Allah And the first messenger of Allah came to us, came to the human being, is Nuh السلام, and the last messenger is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam as the last and the final messenger alayhi And Allah has aided them and supported them with a true faith and has aided them and has deal with uh, with a uh, with a and showed the truthfulness through miracles that they were able to do and and then many people they have accepted their faith and many of them they have accepted following them because they were showing the truthfulness of their of their uh, commands uh, and their uh, and their prophethood and the one, as Allah says in the Quran as well, uh, whoever obeys Allah, or whoever obeys the messenger is obeying Allah. And Allah has made a key for his obedience and a key for following his guidance, alayhi salatu is following the guidance of the prophets and the messengers of Allah, alayhi And those ones who didn't understand this concept, they didn't follow the messengers and the prophets of Allah, alayhi they are going to be 
in the uh, they Allah, they're gonna be they waste basically their life and they're gonna be in the hellfire, as Allah Azza has promised in the Quran. And as will the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he said, Alayhi Salatu Wasalam, he said, everyone will enter Jannah except who rejects. And then they said, the Sahaba of the Prophet وسلم, they said, Oh, Messenger oh, of Allah, who's gonna reject? He said, Whoever obeys me. Then he is will enter Jannah. Whoever disobey me, those are the ones who rejects the message of Allah Azza So that's why, my brothers and sisters, we need to understand that this is a great concept in Islam in following the guidance of Allah Taala. And Alhamdulillah, that one of the prophecy of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, showing he is a prophet and messenger of Allah, he said والسلام, that he said this matter, the religion of Islam will reach whatever the sun, the sun raised, raised upon, meaning throughout, uh, through, uh, over all earth, alhamdulillah, Islam reaches all around earth, alhamdulillah. And there is no country except you'll find Islam reached it either directly, you'll find Muslims there. And as far as I know, there is no single country except there are Muslims, alhamdulillah, there. There could be some countries, but there could be uh, some, some far distance or something like this, but generally, that Islam, alhamdulillah, reached everywhere on earth. And he said, alayhi salatu wasalam, as well in the hadith, he said, there is no house except made of bricks or made of stones or made of wool or made of wood except Islam will enter. And alhamdulillah, many people have accepted Islam. And we find even, alhamdulillah, even the elite people who are accepting Islam on a daily basis, people who have influencers, people who have uh, who have a status. And alhamdulillah, Allah azawajal, guided them to Islam by the by the grace of Allah Taala. So that's why my brothers and sisters, one of the key things as well, as I said to you, is to study our creed, to study our our Iman and to study the meaning of, of Islam in, in the in the right understanding in the way of the Prophets and Messengers of Allah alayhim salatu wasalam. And uh, and that's why the scholars of Islam since the beginning of Islam uh, you'll find the books of Aqidah, they were just only one letter or something like that, one page, just confirming about what is uh, what is the faith in Allah Azzawajal. But slowly, slowly, when, the, when these deviant ideologies start uh, occurring in the, uh, amongst, amongst people, when these deviant ideologies start occurring, then the, 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 the scholars of Islam start writing uh, uh, books of Aqidah to defend Islam, to defend the pure, the pure Islam, how in the way that it was revealed upon Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So, my brothers and sisters, that's something which is again is for for all of us to learn about the, the importance of the aqidah and the importance of understanding Islam in the right way. And that's why, my brothers and sisters, the Sahaba of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Allah Azawajal has made for us in Islam. Uh, in relation to believe in, in Islam in the way of the Prophet and his companion, what Allah stated in the Quran, Allah says in the Quran that for the people of the book or for all the other disbelievers or, uh, who disbelieve in Islam, if they believe in the way of Muhammad and his companions, then they're going to be guided. So the key thing for the people to follow the right way is to follow the creed of the Sahaba of the Prophet to follow their way or their uh, their understanding to Islam. And that's something which is a key thing for us to know the meaning of, of uh, the, the right understanding of Islam. Uh, so that's why my brothers and sisters, those, those are uh, 
the, the key thing for us to be saved in this life, I mean, the heal after, is to know about Allah, to know about the religion of Islam, and to know about the uh, to know about Prophet Muhammad sallallahu And basically, these are the three questions that the person will be questioned in his grave or her grave, as the Prophet sallallahu he said in Hadith. He said there will be two angels who will come to the person after he dies in the grave, and then they will ask these three questions. Main the main three questions. And these three questions, all Islam is about it. They will ask the first question, who's your Lord? And then uh, and then they will ask, what is your faith? And who's the man who was sent amongst you? The believer in Allah, the believer in Islam will say, Allah is my Lord. And Islam is my faith. And Prophet Muhammad وسلم, is my messenger, alayhi And the one who didn't understand it, the one who didn't follow it properly, then they're going to be from those who are we will be unable to answer these questions. And to the extent, then, uh, as the hadith of the Prophet وسلم, he said, and that will be hammered with a hammer, with iron hammer, to the extent that he will be screaming in the grave that all the mankind and the, all the creation will hear his screaming except the mankind and the jinn kind. This house have been his. And Allah will open for this person who is unable to answer. And this question is not about to learn, to teach the person after he dies, it's about the one who lives upon it and they died upon it, then they will be able to answer the question. And the one who was unable to answer the question, Allah will open for him a gate as if uh, in, uh, get to hellfire, as if he's in the hellfire until the day of judgment. And the one who will answer the question, will answer these questions, uh, Allah is my Lord, Muhammad is my messenger, Islam is my faith, Allah will open for him a gate as if he is in Jannah, uh, a gate to Jannah as if he is in Jannah until the day of judgment, as the hadith of the Prophet indicated. So that's why, my brothers and sisters, that's what we need to learn about our aqeed and to need to learn about what is belief in Allah Azawajal. And in relation to believe in Allah Azawajal, the person has to believe in a few things. One of the one of the key things in, in relation to the belief in Allah Azawajal, to believe in his existence, that Allah exists, that, and he is as well to believe in his lordship and kingship, that Allah is the creator of everything. He is the owner of everything. He controls all affairs. And as well to believe that to single out Allah is the matters of worship, worship none but Him alone with no partners and with associate of Allah and the partners. And which means all act of worship has to be directed to Allah with no one else. And then the second thing and the second key thing as well, my brothers and sisters, or sorry, the third key thing is to believe that. Uh, so the firstly, as I said to you, is to believe that in His existence. Then second, to believe in His Lordship and Kingship. Thirdly, to believe that they single out Allah in the matters of worship. And fourthly, and the last thing, uh, uh, and fourthly, which is the last thing, is to uh, believe that Allah Azza wa Jal, uh, that has names and attributes that befits his majesty and glory to Allah. We have to believe in all of them. And, uh, and I would request the brothers, inshallah ta'ala, if we have any question, inshallah ta'ala, to send it, inshallah ta'ala, to uh, me, inshallah ta'ala, so we can, inshallah, answer. The question, inshallah ta'ala. If someone wanted to make an app, this the that's the uh, that is the that's what I understood. The, and if someone makes an app, for example, and can the person get reward? For example, this is an app, for example, for Vicar or something like that. From my understanding to the question, if I understood it clearly, that if someone, for example, made an app which is app of Vicar or something like that, something that is uh, people that will benefit from, etc. Now, uh, we have a hadith of the Prophet, وسلم, he said, 
فله اجرها واجر من عمل بها لا ينقص ذلك من اجرهم شيئا. He said عليه الصلاه والسلام whoever initiated a good habit, a good sunnah, a good thing to meaning to revive something to make people to remember Allah عز وجل, he will have the reward of it. And every single one who is doing the reward, who is doing it, the same reward as them, without Allah deducting from their reward. So that's why that that could be uh, something which is good, inshallah ta'ala, for those brothers who are uh, who are working in the field, for example, of technology, to make something, to make these facilities available for the ummah, and they will have the reward. And to be from the sadaqah jariya as a continuous sadaqah, which the person could earn hasanat and reward even after the person dies. And as well, it could be as well the hadith of the Prophet he said, when the son of Adam dies, or the son or daughter of Adam dies, that all their deeds will be stopped by their death, except out of three things. And he said, Sadaqadari, a continuous Sadaqah, or a beneficial knowledge that the people benefit from. So that could be from the beneficial knowledge, from the knowledge that the people could benefit from, then inshallah ta'ala, you will be amongst those who, who could be benefiting from it, inshallah ta'ala. And as I said to you, my brothers and sisters, uh, when we are uh, learning about Islam, when we are learning about the true Islam and, and, and the true way of the Prophet وسلم, we have to as well uh, follow the, yeah, the guidance and the understanding of the scholars of Islam who wrote books of Aqeedah, they wrote as well uh, articles and books, and as well they recorded some, many of them as well, they have done even, alhamdulillah, uh, even uh, recordings, whether it be sound record or it be video record, etc. So these things that we could benefit from it, inshallah ta'ala, and we could benefit others as well if we learn or we can even share this information with the people. Especially in a time where people, where the matters of aqidah is kind of the people, they have a lack of understanding to Islam and they, uh, they have a lack of knowledge about the aqidah of Islam. And then people, many of them, they, you'll find them going astray without knowing because they don't have a clear understanding of the aqidah. Uh, and one of the things as well we came across even uh, people they may fail into shirk. For example, the people they don't know that, uh, that for example, we cannot direct the dua except Allah ta'ala. You will fail into shirk. So it's important as well when we when we are learning the aqidah, when we are learning the meaning of fatiha, when we say, it is you and only you worship, and it is you and only you we seek aid and help that indicate, my brothers and sisters, that the only way to worship Allah has to be in the way of Muhammad And he وسلم, he never asked anyone except him And he told us in a hadith, If you ask someone, then ask Allah And if you seek aid and help, then seek aid and help from Allah and as well, if you rely on Allah Azza wa Jal and it's part of our aqeedah to believe in Allah Azza wa Jal and the things which is inside our heart, that to believe that Allah Azza wa Jal is the only one who built this and the only one who harms Tabarak wa Ta'ala. And as the hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, alayhi salatu wasalam, وَلِيُسْتَمَعْتُ الْأُمَّةِ That if the whole people, they get together, عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَضُرُّكَ بِشَيْءٍ لَمْ يَضُرُّكَ إِلَّا بِشَيْءٍ قَدْ كَتَبَهُ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ That if the whole ummah, the whole people, they get together, to benefit, to harm you on something, they cannot harm you except with something that Allah has written it upon you. And all of them, the people, they get together. To benefit you with something, they cannot benefit you except what Allah has written it for you. And that's part of our aqidah, my brothers and sisters. But we believe in the qadr. Allah has decreed certain things, which is with him, he, 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 he is in control. 
of all of these concepts, my brothers and sisters. And there are many other things as well, which we need as well to learn. We have some question as well came to us. It's part of, again, part of the problems that is, is people, they, they, you know, they go astray. It's, for example, in certain countries, the people, they, for example, after the death of someone on the 40th day or something, the next day they will have a feast, they will have a meal or something. And then they said, this is kind of a sadaqah on behalf of the person, etc. But actually, to, to firstly, to dedicate food uh, on a certain time, that is innovation. But if you wanted, if someone wanted to give food, for example, on behalf of the deceased one, for the poor and the need one, that's fine, it's sadaqah. And if that son or the daughter, they just wanted to donate on behalf of the deceased one, they go to a poor area, and then they give food to the poor area on, the, on behalf of their father, or their mother, or the, the deceased, their loved one, no problem. That's fine, inshallah, to do it in this way. But if they have done it in the way that to do it on the 40th day, or the or on the third day to, to specify a day and to invite everyone on it, that's, that's something which is not from the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam. And that's something which is, again, my brothers and sisters, who we are learning, that to say the best of the guidance is the guidance of Muhammad wasallam. And he, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, three of his daughters died in his life, alayhi wasallam, during his life. And his sons, even after Allah has revealed him, alayhi wasallam, his sons died as well, alayhi wasallam. And he never invited, he invited people after the death of one of his loved ones, alayhi wasallam. And his wives as well, some of them, they died in his lifetime, alayhi wasallam. And he never did something like that. So did the companions of the Prophet that they didn't have these habits of, for example, making meal on behalf of the deceased one, things like this. But you may, in general, sadaqah. You want to give sadaqah, and, and the sadaqah, I will say, it, I will suggest it to what's, what benefit the people. So if you find the people, they need food and donate food on behalf of the deceased one. If the people need water well, for example, do that. If the people, they are in need, for example, to shelter them, do make shelter for them. Depends what the need of the people. That would be more beneficial, inshallah. See what benefit the people. For example, some people, and, and I, I heard, for example, in some places, in some villages, people, they just wanted to donate water well. And then in one village, which village of 100 people, they have maybe over than 50 water wells or more than this. That's not right. And at the end of the day, two, three water wells, which is sufficient for the whole time, they can do it in some other places. So the point is, we need to have this kind of a holistic understanding what the need of the people, that's the need, the sadaqah, it has to be in place there, inshallah ta'ala. And we have another question, inshallah ta'ala. Now, the question is, if the person tired, is the person allowed to pray sitting down? Now, uh, now we know, now it depends now here, if the person is very, very exhausted, cannot stand up, then in that case, that, that you know, as Allah says in, uh, in the Quran, Allah didn't make hardship in following the faith of Islam. So it is best for you to pray standing, if you can, at least initiate your salah standing. If you're totally, extremely exhausted and you need to pray on time and you don't want to uh, miss the salah, then in that case, that would be a valid reason. But generally, best for you to stand for the salah, try your best, inshallah, to stand for the salah. And it is the rupun, it's a pillar in the salah that to pray standing. If you are unable to stand, meaning you are totally unable to stand, then sitting will be uh, option. And the sitting is people, they will go to sitting on chairs. Now, it is best to sit if the person is unable to stand, best to sit on the floor. Because here, when you are sitting on chair, you miss the pillar of standing, you miss the pillar uh, of 
prostrating in sujood. So, but in, when you are sitting on the floor, then at least if you cannot stand up, you are sitting on the floor, you are able to do sujood, to prostrate on the floor, then this is the best option for you. Unless if you have knee uh, problem or something like that, you cannot sit on the floor and it will be difficult for you, then in that case, that could be an option. So that's why I generally will say to the people who are unable to stand in the salah, then the option is to sit down on the floor. That is the first option before going to the, to the option to sit on the chair. Sitting on the chair, which if you are, if you cannot sit on the floor, you cannot bend your knee on the floor, you cannot do that, then in that case, the chair is an option. And that's, by the way, many people, they have this kind of misunderstanding about it, actually. And they don't know, for example, they think it is the first option for them is to sit on the chair. But actually, it is the first standing. If you are unable to stand and sit down and sitting down, you follow the way of the Prophet Sallallahu and the way of the Prophet he, he once he heard his, his back and what he did, he sat on the floor when he sat on the floor وسلم, and then he was followed by the Sahaba and he was able وسلم, to bring something of the different something but he didn't do that, in fact he sat on the floor and if you can't sit on the floor then sit on the chair and if you can't do that then even laying down on your bed that's an option if you can't do any of the previous ones we have another question, inshallah. Now, if the person, for example, if someone having a back pain, for example, of someone, can they, for example, bend their knees, for example, if they have, uh, you know, especially when, there's, uh, when they are sitting, for example, of they are praying or, or, for example, when they are doing sujood, they cannot bend their knees or something like that. And again, Allah says in the Quran, fear Allah as much as you can, meaning, Try your best to do it to achieve what you can. If you cannot achieve it all, you don't leave it all. So meaning, if you, you don't leave the salah totally, and I came across some people who have knees problems, they cannot, uh, they cannot uh, do sujood because of their knees, then in that case, they can do a half sujood or something, whatever they can, inshallah, and use the chair as well as an option if they cannot do it. So it depends on the situation. So always we need to know the situation before we go down the road to say, okay, let's, let's use this option or let's use that option. But always, as Allah, as Allah says in the Quran, as much as you can, inshallah ta'ala. And uh, so these are things that sit you, my brothers and sisters, and again, I emphasize about learning Tawheed, the Creed of Islam, and I emphasize, alhamdulillah, many of the scholars of Islam, they have written books, and I, I advise you to always have a book about the Aqeedah, and there is one good book, inshallah, available for the people, the three fundamental principles for Kitab al-Tawheed. And this, inshallah, I mean, some good book, inshallah, people could benefit from, inshallah. And even the, for example, Aqeed al-Tahawiyya or Aqeed al-Wasqeed, there are good books, alhamdulillah, available for the people to learn. Inshallah, my brothers and sisters, we're going to be concluding here today because the show, inshallah, is short for today. But inshallah, as you will, will be seeing, inshallah, next week. Jazakumullah khair all. My brothers and sisters, may Allah Azzawajal increase us all in knowledge and iman. And may Allah Azzawajal uh, benefit us from the things that we learn and, and increase us in all goodness in this life and in the hereafter. And may Allah Azzawajal unite us with our beloved Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu And we'll see you inshallah ta'ala next time. Jazakumullah khair. Subhanakallahum alhamdulillah mashhadu an la ilaha illa an. Nastatruhu al-tubu alayku wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. يا أيها الذين آمنوا أطيعوا الله وأطيعوا الرسول وأولي الأمر منكم 